Welcome to the 167 Podcast, a podcast to inspire, challenge and encourage you. Our goal is to help you live into the 167 hours of your week away from church. And now your host, Shannon Patterson. Hey, Porch Community, and welcome to episode 171 of the 167 Podcast. I'm Shannon Patterson, your lead pastor here at the Porch Community Church. And as always, I'm with my good friend, Senior Joshua Harrell. Hola, Josh. Hola. Were you trying to think of what media pastor would be? Uh, yeah, I was not even going to pass. Yeah. <laughs> media pastor. Hola. That's about my extent. <laughs> Welcome home. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so this episode is going to be totally dedicated to the experience that you and the team that went out uh, last week or over the weekend, whenever it was, who knows what day it is. We, we don't know. We left Thursday at, no, we, me and Brian left after the, uh, Ash, Ash Wednesday. Wednesday service. And then we got back Tuesday morning at one thirty. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's what this whole episode is dedicated to. So I, I think it's like gonna, it's, you know, we usually do a little host chat, but I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Well, Hi, welcome hey. home. He's very tanned, by the way. If y'all y'all can't hear the tan in his voice, he's very tan. So yeah. <laughs> How do you sound more tan? Like oh, you can tell. It's yo, in, you can hear. <laughs> like I was on waves and like yo, and then they're like whoa, and I was like whoa. Does that sound tan? Yeah. Is that from Nemo? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You sound you sound tan. So. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you were. Where were you? Tell us. Tell us. Uh, well, I, I can say we were in Nicaragua, stationed in uh, the capital of Managua. Mm-hmm. But I can't say the, little, uh, the actual or... like city and stuff where we served, just because of the fact that uh, the gov- the Nicaraguan government mm-hmm. uh, is... totally legit. They're not on. They're not looking for pay. Right. Well, it says <laughs> that there is no poverty in Nicaragua. Yeah. Yeah. And so they don't want foreign aid coming into those areas that mm-hmm. uh, we worked in because they say there's no poor people in Nicaragua. Of course not. So, and that's a lie. <laughs> Big fat one. Well, if you're, if everyone's making $300 a year, then it's not a lie. Yeah. Everyone's making the same amount, even though it's not a lot. I, yeah. I, I pulled the $300 out of the air, so don't worry about it. Um, what was it? Oh. Uh, Than, who is Than and Megan Grafham, mm-hmm. are the leaders of Hope Project International, and they, they were, were here. The, they were here, and um, he sat in the back of the van with with like a lot of the guys, and then Megan Megan sat in the front of the van. So I had a lot of conversations with Than mm-hmm. while we were driving places. Because you're kind of the back back row back seat bus kind of riders. Well, well no, there was a couple people that had like uh, and had like motion sickness <laughs> yeah, issues. Uh, yeah. So they sat closer to the driver and stuff like that, yeah. and, and I'm like, whatever. But Than was saying, if you have a most people with master's degrees, mm-hmm. average four hundred dollars a month. Mm. Wow, master's okay. degrees, right? So there's no, there's not really incentive to be educated. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Um, so speaking of the bus ride and motion sick, how was driving around and the traffic? Okay, so uh, it's <laughs> I've had these experiences in other countries. That's why I ask. It's insane. <laughs> it is. Like, people don't pay attention to the red lights. <laughs> no. There's cops directing traffic. No. And they blow whistles 24 hours a day. <laughs> but it's, like, I assumed it was really fast traffic. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's slow traffic. Mm-hmm. 
aggressive. It's slow aggressive, tra- slow traffic. <laughs> people are bobbing and weaving, and people yeah. are mad at you for being in their way. Yeah, and yeah. you don't know you're in their way. How many stray dogs did you see? Hundreds. <laughs> yeah. It sounds a lot like some of the places I've done missions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't even in Central America. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know if Than and Megan approached the pastor or it was another ministry that was serving in the area at mm-hmm. the same time. Some Someone asked the pastor, and was like, hey, do you want us to like try and bring vets in to like spay and neuter <laughs> the animals? And they're uh-huh. like, and they go, what does this mean? Yeah. And, you know, like yeah. that kind of, <laughs> yeah. that kind of stuff. And the pastor goes, why would you do that? That is awful. Why would you? We don't treat our animals that way. <laughs> Even though you have strays everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. They don't see that. They don't see that as the correct form of population control for um, animals. Okay. They just put them down. I don't know. <laughs> we just, we'll move on from that. But, but that was, <laughs> that, that someone, someone made the comment about all the strays. Yeah. And they go, they don't spay and neuter. It's like, no, that isn't a thing yeah. in this part of the world. So back to what you were saying before I uh, distracted you with this conversation is you said you were sitting, you had a lot of time to have a conversation with Ann. Yeah, yeah. So we, we talked a lot about um, most people because um, Hope Project's real um, intention is to help kids. Right. And so just so our listeners know, just to make sure you're caught up, Than and Megan Grafham, they were here. They spoke on a Sunday in, I don't even know what it was now. Um, They shared about what they're doing, and they have a ministry called Hope Project International, and that's who we partnered with when we sent our team to Nicaragua. Yes. Um, But talking to Than, and and so their main goal was helping kids. Mm -hmm. So what they do is sometimes helping kids means they help families. That's Mm -hmm. why they're... That's why they're building houses is because they want to feed kids and get kids in school, but they also want to make sure they have a safe place to go. So they build houses mm-hmm. and, st- and stuff like that. And they're just saying because there is no incentive, most people stop going to school at fifth grade because that's when most of the helping programs end anyway. Mm. So there's no incentive for them to keep going to school. Wow. Wow. And um, it's it's. The entire country is poor, but you go to the outskirts mm-hmm. and it is extremely poor. Extremely poor. We built a house for a mother and three daughters that her house was made out of string and construction plastic that they found at the dump. Mm. And that's what she'd re- like. She had a 10 year old, a six year old, and a three year old. And that's where all three of them were born. Wow. Mm. And it's just. Me being a dad of two daughters and my one of my biggest things that I, I've said it on here is making sure that mm-hmm. my girls have what they need and you seeing that mm-hmm. they don't even have, like even if they wanted to, they don't have the means to even better themselves really. Yeah. Because the infrastructure isn't there. Mm. So even if you had someone who was just like super uh, wildly super- intelligent... They're they're but, making four hundred dollars a month, right? Yeah. Mm. So what does the what is the long term hope, hope <laughs> uh, for getting safe, you know, lodging or you know, somewhat safe, um, and food? I mean, is the long term? Is it 
And and then they share the gospel. Yeah, they 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 share yeah. the gospel, and um, but that is done by the local church there. So right. what Thane and Megan do is they partner with the local church, mm-hmm. and the people that they help are plugged in mm-hmm. with the local church, or the church has reached out, and they've done the process with the church to be vetted and right. all this kind that of stuff. That way we're not the great white savior exactly. coming in. Exactly, because what we're actually help. doing is we're just being hands and feet mm-hmm. with to get this done faster for them. Mm-hmm. Because we're we're working we work right along local construction crews that they knew what they were doing. We were like the mm-hmm. like the cheap mm-hmm. day know, labor. Day labor. <laughs> like we're the ones we were the ones mixing concrete. Yeah. They were the ones doing measurements and cutting the wood and building the doors and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. We we weren't we were definitely the You were the, the grunt. We were the least qualified qualified construction people on that site. Yeah. Which is actually kind of a relief because you don't go, oh man, I hope we don't jack this house up like yeah, in a bad way. Yeah, yeah. So when we say house, you built a house. Y'all built two houses. Two houses, one each day. So two completion. Right. And I briefly, you know, mentioned this in Sunday's message. It's like, so they build houses now. They're not like houses you and I live in. Mm-hmm. But so explain what, uh, you know, give us a general idea like dimension and, it's and a, what's it made of. It's a twelve by twelve house. Okay, so. It's probably Maybe. the size of this room yeah. that we're okay. recording the podcast yep. in. Yep. Um, but what they do is they dig a footer mm-hmm. and they line, they put like cinder blocks mm-hmm. are not like our cinder blocks. Mm-hmm. Like they don't have holes in them to like throw a rebar and all in it. It's right. solid rock. But they dig uh, basically a moat around mm-hmm. where the house is going to be. And like that's the first row of the house. Mm-hmm. But so the first. Um, Rock is like six inches underground, basically. Mm-hmm. So basically, like the house is sealed even from under the ground. Mm-hmm. And then you go three uh, layers stones high, mm-hmm. and then you finish it with uh, what what we would say is like tin roofing. Mm-hmm. That's the sides of the house and the roof. Right. But they do the rock under the ground so snakes and spiders and stuff can't get in because then they seal it with a concrete floor after the house is built. Nice. Because like here you do the foundation yeah. first. Mm-hmm. Well, there they they do the footer and then they build the house and then pour the concrete in. Mm-hmm. Um, so they do the house and then the concrete. Right. So it doesn't dry so fast so they can finish shaping it. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, um, but it's really to keep people from sleep. This is the first time they've they're not sleeping on dirt mm-hmm. unless unless they built something and the people that they're helping usually aren't that way. It's usually mm-hmm. they, a mattress that they found in the trash. Mm. They're sleeping on and it's on a dirt floor, so they now have a concrete floor. And um, Than and Megan, uh, using the funds that the church donated, mm-hmm. uh, pay a local um, craftsman to build them a bed, mm-hmm. so they have a bed off. Not not only off the dirt floor, but off their concrete floor, off the ground, in a yeah. frame, mm-hmm. um, and they're sleeping in a house that is not getting rained on, and the creatures aren't coming in. Mm-hmm. The night we build the house, they go f- they go from waking up on dirt to sleeping in a custom made bed for them that night. Wow! In a brand new house, and there's a there's a door. There's a door, no windows, but mm-hmm. it's not. Like in that area, they don't have windows mm-hmm. really, so that's culturally acceptable. Yeah. Um, and I don't think you'd want to give us sh- tin shears and then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
do that. But <laughs> I mean, it it's weather. It resists the weather and it resists people coming in and mm. they're n- no longer sleeping on the ground. Wow. That's, yeah. And we wouldn't even consider, like, if we've we, got if, sheds that are nicer than that. We do. We yeah, ha- here in the States, yeah. We have, we have a shed that's nicer than that on our campus. We do. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it, mm. I have a shed at my house that is bigger than these houses mm-hmm. that, I, sometimes I don't even want to put my overflow in because you're like, oh no, it won't be very protected. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And but they're it's changing their lives. Oh yeah, without a doubt. And the first house that we built, it was for Spanish words are hard for me <laughs> to understand. Words are hard. Spanish words are harder. <laughs> he was either the grandfather of the child. He was definitely older. Like, they call him abuelo. <laughs> yeah. But he was either the grandfather of the child or the father of the child. I don't mm-hmm. know which one. Mm-hmm. But they after the house is built, they do a bless they they do a blessing ceremony to bless the house and bless the people. They give them fifty pounds of groceries and like thirty eggs. Like wow. Enough to really and, start off. Strong. And these are all things just to let our our let's listeners know these were things that that through our fundraising and special giving they supplied this not just the materials for the house but right. these groceries all and this. the bed and mm-hmm. everything. Wow. Uh the I mean the the porch helped support two fully uh livable exceptional houses in 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 these two towns. Mhm. Or in this town, and and this is just incredible. But the older guy, as we were um, doing his blessing, mm-hmm. uh, they he prayed for us, mm. and he prayed for yeah. God to bless us as much as we blessed him. Mm-mm-mm. And like I I didn't understand a lick of what he said, but I could see his heart. Yeah, and it was just. I mean, you, it really, everyone says you go to a mission trip, you come back a changed person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's, it's true. You see things differently. Yeah. I mean, you it's, really do. it's the same as if you're going local. Mm-hmm. It's just you're, you're seeing people need and you're meeting them where they are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if you're going across town or across the world, mm-hmm. that's going to change you. Yeah, because we're 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 so tied up with what we have going on mm-hmm. that we don't. I don't want to say we don't see it, we don't experience it. You, right, it's it's personal. Yeah, and I think that just even committing the time, whether it's across town or getting on a plane going somewhere, um, you are opening your eyes, and hopefully, you're seeing people like mm-hmm. you. You're seeing people. You have names to attach to people. Yes. And you're seeing them, mm-hmm. like it's you. You're seeing them for yes. who they for 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 them, and it's not a abstract thing. Yeah, and it's and from an outsider looking in, that's one thing that Than and Megan mm-hmm. are doing so so well is that that they're they're there to do something that God has laid on their hearts. Mm-hmm. But the main thing that God has laid on their hearts is those people, mm-hmm. and they're pouring into those people. Like, Than is helping build the houses and stuff like that, and then Megan is just talking and being there with the ladies mm-hmm. and the, and 
the kids and and she's poured into yeah. these people's lives. Um, and so they're known and recognized. They're known and, and recognized. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, Than mentioned this kid, Isak, in when he was talking. Yeah. He was there. The, the, oh, wow. Yeah. He, he wasn't there the first day because it was school day. Was that the boy that was resistant to yeah. hearing about Jesus? Yeah. Yeah. He, and he wasn't there the That's first right. day because yeah. he was at school. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And they he didn't, didn't want to. Mm-hmm. And they then can't tell them when they're coming because he'll skip school to be there. <laughs> so he checks and makes sure they don't. He checks the area to make sure he's not around so that so he knows that he's at school. But he was there the second day and it wasn't like, hey, how are you doing? Then walked up and gave him a kiss on the head. Oh, you know, yeah. And it wasn't the only person like they treated that way. Yeah, like yeah. they are devoted to those people in that area. Yeah, and yeah. and they see that, um, and the people and the people see that and recognize that and love them for it. Mm-hmm. Um, they use the same crew, so these they go from like day laborers to they've used them for years and years and years, and then there's some that. They see the hope and the change mm-hmm. in the families and the church. That uh, there's a, there was one of them in particular that was an alcoholic, that is now a um, pastor at one of the community churches. That's really incredible. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So they're committed. That I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. And and to me, and I've been a part of mission trips, and it's like this. This company comes in for the summer, mm-hmm. and they plug in for the summer, and they mm-hmm. do these things, and then they're gone. Mm-hmm. This is relationship. This long-term. is relationship. Yeah. This is um, following Jesus for your community, mm-hmm. and, and that's what I saw when Brian was explaining this ministry to me, and then I got to see firsthand this mm-hmm. week is yeah. that uh, this is their community. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. So there was eleven of you on the trip. Mm-hmm. Um, besides Brian, um, you, I mean, I guess you knew a couple people well enough. I mean, you know, their name, you, yeah, Hey, yeah. how's it going? But, um, so how did the group, um, interact? Was it a good, it was so Tallahassee to Miami. It was a little weird because none of us really knew each other. Y'all drove from, no, we flew from Tallahassee to like, we met in Tallahassee at uh-huh. like five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> right. And then flew from Tallahassee to Miami, and then mm-hmm. Miami to Nicaragua. Mm-hmm. Like going there, it was weird because we really didn't know each other. No, and it's early. And yeah, but I mean, like <laughs> on top of it, me and Brian are probably the ones that knew. Well, there was a, a married couple, so they knew each other the best. <laughs> you hope. <laughs> but there wasn't like one person that knew everybody. Right, right. It was a it was an eclectic group, which I, I think is great. Yeah. So it, everybody was on the same foot, I would say. Right. Like even, even the couples, they didn't know each other mm-hmm. in that kind of setting. Right. So right. I, I feel like everybody was really on the same footing with everybody. And then by like day two, mm-hmm. everybody was clicking. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Um, so where did y'all stay? Uh, there is... Or explain the kind of area that you stayed if you we, can't really We, we stayed in the main capital, but mm-hmm. there's this um, house that is owned by um, Mennonite missionaries. Mm-hmm. And what they do is they will host teams that are coming in the area. Not, uh, not just missionaries, but other things. But it's 
it's not like a hotel. You can't just go book it. Like you have mm-hmm. to, you have to know someone that can get you in touch with them mm-hmm. to stay there. It's not like they're just open to anybody staying right. there. Right. It's very, you got to be a certain kind of person or team to be able to stay here. Right. Right. And Thane and Megan have been using that for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, the food that the ladies cooked there every night was incredible. As I say, so it's kind of staffed by locals. Mm-hmm. And so you get local yep. food and. Yep. Local food. Um, and they prepare it uh, that's safe for us to eat mm-hmm. because everything's safe for everybody that's been there and lives there. Mm-hmm. It's safe They're for used them. to the water. It's and safe water for them rub- to yeah. eat and yeah. drink. Yeah. It's not safe for us. Yeah. So this place, it does it safe for Americans to be there and to eat food and not have mm-hmm. to worry about it? Yeah, yeah. So it was very nice. Yeah. Um, be- I saw a video that um, uh, someone sent to me of like a little tour of the place. So, oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it was really cool. And then when we, we'd leave and then someone would come in and clean our rooms and make our beds, like, it was, I mean, it was a, it like, was a, like hotel. a hotel. Yeah. It, it was more like a... Um, I've always equated it, like I equate it to like a, a stay away camp bunk. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like it's clean. It, mm-hmm. it is what it is. You're meant to sleep there. Yeah. Yeah. There. And the air conditioning was cold. Amen. Cause <laughs> what was the, t- what were the temps while you were down there? 94, 97. Mm, okay. And then we get into the, like the low seventies at night. Yeah. Yeah. And the humidity, was it like here? It was dry. Oh yeah. Okay. And Central America. Yeah. Yeah. It was the second day it was cloudy and windy. It, Second day was fantastic for mm-hmm. building. The first day it was hot. Yeah. Um, what's the weirdest thing you ate? Iguana. <laughs> and it's not like they go, "Hey, here's some iguana for y'all to eat tonight." <laughs> Did it, they trick you and like chop it up? And put no, it no, 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 no. This, <laughs> was it like a specialty thing on the side? Like, by the way. Yeah. So. Um, oh, gross. <laughs> we were having chicken that night. Uh, fried chicken. Tastes like chicken. Yeah. And uh, Than brings it over and says, hey, the ladies like y'all. They made you a local delicacy that you really won't get. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> no gringos are eating this. Yeah. And so it was an iguana, and I tried it. I mm-hmm. was like, at worst, it's going to be like bad alligator. Mm-hmm. And I like alligator. Mm-hmm. It was just dry chicken. Dry but chicken. I, yeah. I didn't go back for seconds. <laughs> well, you know, again, tastes like chicken. I, I want to think Jim Simino like ate a straight leg. <laughs> like he broke the leg off and ate the leg. He's a foodie, so yeah. um, I can see him doing that. When you said bad alligator, at first I thought you were going to say it tastes like a bat. And I was like, hold on a minute, Ozzy Osbourne. Let's let's no, roll no, that back. No bat for Joshua. No, no those things. Um, so, uh, and of course, you know, for those of you who listen, you're going to get even more uh, on Sunday, because we're going to have, I'm going to have a message. We're still in our Balo casting the invitation series, which this just is exactly part of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking about going and, and being present. Um, so we're going to hear from uh, a few people um, on Sunday about this, uh, the experience that you all had. But um, is there anything else that you want to mention that's, that you think is, I don't know, that was really special to you or stood out to you? Um, that, yeah, I don't know. Um, this is riveting. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to think <laughs> of a way to say it because like, it, 
I don't I, I, I don't have the words to try to complete my thoughts, so I guess I'll just avoid that. But <laughs> we did get to go to an active volcano, and then we got to swim in an extinct volcano. Oh. So that was really cool. Like, I, I've never been to a volcano before, and I got to do that, and I got to swim in a volcano, and that was really cool. I think, yeah, that is really cool. I think what would have been really neat is for you to be swimming in the inactive volcano. And it becomes active? And you to like go, did you hear that? And then fart, and then there's bubbles, and then be like, "Oh my gosh, we got to get out of here!" And then, you know, see see what happens. See, that's why you got to go on the trip so <laughs> someone can make jokes like that. Oh <laughs> uh, well, speaking of going on the trip, what are we talking about? So, are we going to go back? What are yeah, we going to do? Yeah, we're going to go back. Um, we're going to have registration open up for our trip in 2025 this Sunday. This Sunday. Mm-hmm. In the in the year, the beginning of the year of 2024, we're signing up for a 2025 summer mission trip. Yep. Mission trip. So just be, I get it. I mean, it takes so long to get because we really did. I mean, it worked out fantastically, but it is not the kind of time that you normally have for mm-hmm. an international trip. Yeah. So in, in the middle of February. Yeah, yeah. 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 So we're gonna have. A long time for this one, mm-hmm. and then we'll have like a year for the for them for the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. So when we get back from 2025, we should have the dates for 2026. Mm-hmm. You know, right, right. And we'll always keep it open and ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we are committed to sending teams and partnering with Hope Project International for the foreseeable future. Yeah, I mean, as a church, this is. Beep. The the way they come along, come alongside the church there. Mm-hmm. It's like they're not the great white savior. Right, like they're coming along the church, mm-hmm. and that is exactly how we see ministry here mm-hmm. is come coming alongside the community, mm-hmm. and yep. the church does the exact same thing. Yep, um, it it really is a great fit mm-hmm. for us and them. Yep, so. I th- I th- here's a question. It's it's something I always notice, and I will admit that there's a bit of conviction on my part. Um, when you see people with the hearts like Than and Megan, mm-hmm. um, and and how they love well the people that they're working amongst and for, um, what w- did what did that challenge you? Did it encourage you? Did it like me? Did it convict you? How did it make you see? Um, serving and, and ministry? I mean, it. I would say it's convicting, but I would also say God didn't call me to do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, I ha- and I have to That's a good, good live point. into what God, God has called me to do. Mm-hmm, yeah. And, I, and he, didn't, he did not not call me to serve. Mm-hmm. And going on these trips, I think, is, a, is actually a part of my calling to be able to tell these stories. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. my calling is to s- tell the way God is impacting right. in the people at our church and in the world. Right. Yeah, we're not all called to uh, full-time ministry and, and going around the globe no. to do those things um, on a full-time basis you yeah. know, with our and, families. And I would challenge anyone that um, would like put pressure on people to, to, to mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. They need to check themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because God calls us all to do what what we're meant to do. Mm-hmm. And the reality of it is God doesn't need any of us. Yeah. And so that's a very good point. 
so I'll switch that question up a little bit. The way you saw them ministering to people, what did that, how did that affect you? They fully live into their calling. Yeah. Yep. And that was, and that was challenge. Like that was what was challenging. Something you're me. like, I, I need to, I, I want to do that. I want, I want to my life to be an example of my calling, mm-hmm. calling, mm-hmm. you know? Did you see some spiritual fruit in the life of the team that went? Yeah. Yeah. It um, eyes were open to how God, how God works, mm-hmm. and it's and it's very interesting to see people make a connection that God doesn't exist in four walls. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. That that was probably the coolest thing to see. Yeah, is that uh, people really saw that God. God is out there. Yeah, yeah, he is. And it's not, he's out there whether we go or not. Mm-hmm. But when he calls us to go, it's not that we go without him. Yeah. You know, like, hey, you need to go. Good luck. It's yeah. go, and when you get there, I'll be there too. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm here with these people. Yeah. You're, I need you to go to these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and I, I think that's really cool. And you also, you also see people being so much more happier in a church that has less. Mm, that is now y'all didn't because of the time frame y'all went you didn't have an opportunity or did you to worship we didn't have no we didn't have an opportunity to do that we'll we'll yeah. have to do that mm-hmm. uh the full week uh mission trips get to do that yes. we, we did an, a shorter expedited trip because they kind of just fit us in yes yeah um but we weren't able to do that but what we were able to do that, is that's always a blessing to we, be able to do that I will say. well what we got to do which was pretty incredible is uh they have a food ministry that hope project um it funds them feeding the kids like three times a week like mm-hmm. they fund it for the full year uh they make local food and what the kids need in that area it's it's pretty remarkable and, and it smelled fantastic <laughs> they just wouldn't let us eat it but we got to see um basically a, a kids camp mm-hmm. like a kids day camp that happens after oh, school yeah and we got to see them singing worship songs and and dancing and all that kind of stuff yeah and those kids were so happy and joyous and it it, it doesn't yeah. matter what language it's in seeing kids happy to sing about jesus mm-hmm. is it gave me chills and it's and it was 97 degrees yeah. so that's hard it's just so interesting to me because i've seen that in several different cultures mm-hmm and it's almost like you could really like pick that up and drop it on another continent, and I've seen it. Well, it's because God's universal. And it's like, yeah, but I don't know if we see it much here. But maybe we do, and we just don't. You know, like I mean, I see our porch kids and 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 other kids and ministries and stuff. But yeah, there's something about the simplicity of it mm-hmm. that that um, I think is lost. Like we were talking, me and Drew and Mallory last night. We um, we we started a little bit late, but our intention for Lent. Um, is to, and I know some people are like, Shannon, you should already be doing this. And you're right. But um, is for us <laughs> as uh, like to take like 45 minutes every evening with no phones, no TV on, you know, and just, and we have some questions we can ask, yeah, you know, like each other, we all answer or we just talk. Um, but one of the things we were talking about last night was um, like, what brings us joy and what mm-hmm. you know are we are things that bring us joy and that we're excited about and 
And I don't know if we, we just, we live in a culture where everything, we can just numb ourselves. Oh yeah. Numb ourselves like in so many ways, distraction wise. And, and the simplicity that you see in other countries where there's not those numbing. uh, I mean, we can all, you know, some way, shape or form, but um, I think it's hard for our kids um, Mm -hmm. if we're not careful. And that's a whole other conversation I know, but um, to, to see those kids joyful and I've seen that in, in different cultures. It's it's really cool. And I'm glad you all got to witness that mm-hmm. as well. And Did you get some video? Yeah, I got so a lot we'll of video. See okay, yeah, good. we'll see a, a highlight video. This on, Sunday, On yeah. Sunday. And then I also um, have a, a short clip from the pastor's wife. Oh, excellent. On how the uh, Hope Project has impacted their community. Fantastic. Speaking of video, loved the announcement video. That came out really you good. You asked me how Sunday went. I was like, it was good. And I forgot to tell I mean, it went really well. It was it, good. Man, I did not know if it was going to work. It was great. It worked perfect. The sound was wonderful. Did you edit that there too? And yeah, it's in the I t- final. I took my iPad and I edited. <laughs> it was very good. And uh, it was really cool. Everyone was like, oh. So. Yeah. And, and, and none of that was staged. I just had someone step a little in front of the work site. And, like, yeah, all that you could see people were back behind. Yeah, just... it was, I mean, it was, that's about as real as an as, uh, image as I could give you yeah. was what was happening yeah. behind the scenes of that announcement video. So question from, uh, from were the, the, he- the footers, were they already dug or did y'all dig those? Uh, thankfully, the crew <laughs> beats us there uh-huh. and digs the footers. By hand? Uh, pickaxe. Oh, the yeah. pickaxe that yeah. uh, Brian is hanging mm-hmm. was handled in his yeah. uh, fir- video uh-huh. was a pickaxe that dug the footers. Okay. I was just like, oh, you have somebody saying over there going. Yeah, no. They cold. totally dig the footers and, and put a little bit of concrete in it to mm-hmm. kind of seal it. Okay. So from when you all got there to the house being completed, how many hours was that? Uh, five was the first day. Mm-hmm. So it was, um, we got there at like 930, took a break for lunch did the meals with kids, and then we were done by, like, 2.30. Mm-hmm. And now the second day, we got done a lot faster. It was three and a half hours. Mm, so okay. we finished before lunch. Yeah. Oh, wow. The weather really cooperated, and we, and talking about teamwork, mm-hmm. we knew what we were doing, and we were subbing people in and out and, and really hammered that house out. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Um, and this is what I would say. This is the perfect first mission trip. Mm-hmm. Like if, if you are wanting to experience a mission trip, mm-hmm. this is the perfect first one. Yeah. Because like you don't know the language, so they're not going to go ask you to teach a lesson. <laughs> your, your biblical knowledge doesn't have to be off the charts, off the charts. You're yeah. coming, you're coming to work and serve. Yeah. You love Jesus. And it is, it is a fantastic first opportunity to experience what, the kingdom of God does outside the U.S. Mm, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a great way to wrap up today's yep. episode. Uh, well, I'm glad you guys went, and um, thank you for your leadership of it. Um, uh, Brian led it. I just, well, I was just, uh, the, no, yes. like, Brian, what, you, I can't say enough about how well Brian led. Yeah. Like, Well, Bri- thank you, Brian. Brian very Crouch much. was incredible. Yes. Well, thank you for representing the staff and being his liaison and, and yep. doing a lot of the pre, you know, getting a lot of the stuff done. I know a lot of it was, I don't know, we need to ask Kristen. Yes. <laughs> oh, we need to pay something? Let's talk to Kristen. Yeah, we we, uh, we got to figure that out for the future because <laughs> this was like, this was our first mm-hmm. adult mission trip, so mm-hmm. we don't have standards right. on any of this stuff right. yet. And then 
it was Brian's first trip with a church that has different ways of doing things. Mm -hmm. So me and him would go, hey, how does this work? We don't know. We don't know. Let's, what would be the best way? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I do think, and you you and Brian have probably already done this. If not, um, I do think a good debrief, maybe with... Kristen. (laughs) The two of you and Kristen, and, you know, I'd I'd be happy to sit in too, but um, to go, all right, what worked, what didn't, what can we do Mm -hmm. better next time? But... Um, but thank you for um, for being a part of that. Thank you for to the team um, uh, for being part of that. Look forward to sharing more and hearing more this Sunday. Yes, because so there are excited. some great stories that I didn't necessarily touch on here that I'm yeah. hoping someone will good. Sunday. Very good. Well, um, listen, Porch Community, thank you for... Um, for being with us today. Thank you for your prayers for the team. Thank you for uh, any, if you gave, um, if you were part of helping to fundraise for uh, not just sending the team, but then providing for the people who were there and Mm -hmm. these homes and food and the beds. Um, How awesome is that? So, yeah. Also special thanks, um, uh, Taylor and John. uh, Crowell, yeah. uh, Put together like a little goodie bag for the team, and then uh, also a bunch of cards that mm-hmm. um, we had some people tearing up before we even got out of the U.S. So, Oh, that y'all got them early? Yeah. Oh, okay. So because of customs and stuff like that, oh. Brian didn't want to have a big thing of letters. Yes. Not going through a service. Understood. So we, we gave those out already. Yeah. But uh, just thank you, and um, they were... Did just you read we, mine to the team? Yeah. Okay, thanks. Well, what we did was we passed it around. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Even better. Um, <laughs> thank you so much. You really uh, started the trip off in yeah. a great way. Yeah, that was an awesome, awesome idea. So thank you, John and Taylor, for yep. doing that. So, hey, we will. Um, thanks for being with us. We look forward to seeing you this Sunday and talking to you again next week. We hope you have a fantastic week. In the name of Jesus, share it. Amen. See ya. Bye. Adios. <laughs> You've been listening to the 167 podcast. Join us next time for more insights to inspire, challenge, and encourage you to help you live into the remaining 167 hours of your week.